With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. show where we serve up real talk on real issues. I'm your host, Elder Coilette James, and we want to open up the airways to our co-host, Mr. D.L. Henry, to give his welcome and salutation. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Philly. Good morning, Philly. In here about to eat me a sandwich, but I had to get on the radio show to give a little joy this morning. So glad to be with you, Mr. Colette. So glad to be with you this Holla at your boy. Well, I'm glad to have you with you this morning. Absolutely thrilled. Uh, what kind of sandwich you making, sir? I got a, a multi-grain with Cajun turkey uh, on a egg white with cheddar cheese. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. All righty, then. And you whipped all of that up yourself? Yes, Lord. That's the only way I can uh, make sure I have the right amount of calories in there. Because you go to a restaurant, they put about 5,000 calories in a sandwich, and you don't realize you can't eat the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. That's very true. Well, I'm so sorry that I'm so far away because I would truly come over for a bite of that sandwich. Yeah, I know that's right. This sandwich is going to be right in Jesus' name. I know it. <laughs> serious, seriously. Well, you know, we are um, at the time and season of the year where, you know, people should be joyful and singing joy to the world and wishing each other Feliz Navidad and Merry Christmas and Happy Holiday, Happy Kwanzaa, whatever it is that you celebrate. Um, happy Hanukkah. You know, but some people during this time of the year find themselves in a place of depression and despair. And so I, it was just really on my heart this morning to 
try and help them through those trying times. And I see our other lovely co-hosts have joined us. Good morning, Miss Tanya. Good morning. You know the job is calling me, like Michael Jackson said. They got me working, working day and night. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, I... I, I understand. Are you at work now? Yes, I am, and they happen to give me a little break. If you can hear everything in the background, the little Christmas music. But I love you guys, Aww. and I miss you so much. And um, we love if you. Don't mind, Elder. And look, it's a little quick fifteen uh-huh. minute Everybody out there, you know how that is. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But you know, I had something planned for you last week, and and then you weren't on the show, and then I forgot, and. So um, I have to I'd be remiss if I didn't do this. So, D.L., you got to help me with this because we need to sing Miss Tanya happy birthday. Because last Saturday was our darling sister's birthday, and we want to celebrate you turning off. And I was working, too. Look, and I was working, too. Yes. <laughs> but, look, we'll say it real quick. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. But we did. Happy birthday to me. I want to. I want to say something though, Elder, on what you were talking about. Just before I get okay. off the phone, you know, okay. um, it's a very hard time right now, especially with the weather changing and people are doing different things. How it's hard to keep our joy. But if I can really say anything to anybody out there, it's something worth fighting for, and. Mm-hmm. Because nothing should be able to steal that peace. It took me this long to figure it out. But you have to fight for that joy. And you have to know that God promised that he'll never leave nor forsake us no matter what you're feeling. And I think that's what it is. We get, again, caught up in the feelings and the emotions of what we think Mm -hmm. Christmas and everything's supposed to be like. And Mm -hmm. you just have to trust God on the journey. Because I tell customers every day, even when I'm at work, they're like, man, you're in a good mood. Well, you only have one life, right? So what have you done with it so far? So forgive me for the noise. But um, you only have one life, and how you spend it is totally up to you. So today is a good day. It doesn't matter if you get Christmas gifts every day that you arrive. It's Christmas. Every day that you wake up, it's a present. It's a gift from God. So that's how I look at it now, and and I'm done. Awesome, awesome. You, very profound insight, definitely very profound insight. You know, um, one of the things that the Lord had laid on my heart is that we tend to look at joy, <clears throat> excuse me, the same way we look at happiness, and they're two entirely different things. You know, happiness is dependent on what happens. You know, so you can be happy today, you might be sad tomorrow, but you still don't have to lose your joy because the joy of the Lord is your strength, and that joy is found within you. You know, I I had um, responded to someone's post a couple of days ago. They were um, very upset, very hurt, asking for prayer and what have you because they had um, auctioned off all of their belongings at a a, um, storage facility. And the sad part was that she had been paying her storage. So, you know, it wasn't like she fell behind and they were supposed to do this. They just supposedly, mistakenly auctioned off her stuff, quote, unquote, mistakenly. Um, 
But anyway, you know, one of the things that God gave me to share with her is the fact that when we go through life and because, I guess, when we get older and you can reflect back on life, you can see things in a different manner, but we are always losing things. We, we lose sentimental things. We lose special people. We even lose special moments in time because we don't seize that moment. But the one thing, excuse me, that is so important to realize is all of those things that we lose that we're so distraught over and so stressed out about are things that we cannot take with us when we leave this earth realm anyway. So the only thing that goes with us into our next phase of life, into that next dimension, is the love of God. And we never lose that. We experience inconvenience because we lose certain things or certain papers or somebody may steal something from us or whatever. Or, again, we lose someone that we love and we care about. But more important, did you lead that person to Christ so that you can know that if this person goes on before you into that next dimension, you know you'll see that person again. You know, that's more important than sitting around in grief and mourning because that person is no longer here. You look forward to the time, that glorious moment, when you can reconcile and be with that person again in a whole different life. So I think that, you know, if we can come to that place of release of all the things that we feel we have to hold so close to us, when we get to that place of release, then we don't lose our joy because we are born with the love of God, we live our life through with the love of God, and we take that love with us. That's all we take with us. Everything else, we're going to leave here. I was talking to my son yesterday, and it's like, you know, and just reflecting, and I'm like, even all of our mementos and our special pictures and, you know, your china and your fine jewelry and all of that that, you know, you're accumulating, even your, your houses and land that you want to leave behind for your loved ones, but a year down the road, those loved ones may not even know where those things are. They may have lost it all. You know, and, and your focus has been so stressed out to make sure that you did this, that, and the other. Then please don't, don't misunderstand me. We are to leave a legacy, and we are to leave something for our children. But the greatest legacy that you can leave to them is showing them in the midst of the struggles, in the midst of the strife, that God is yet present, that he's going to see them through because they're going to need him even the more, especially when you're gone, you know. So it's, it's, it's just it's our perception a lot of times of things that causes us to be so distraught. When we think of the holidays, why is it that it's just in the holiday season that we have to be so depressed and so, you know, misguided and so stressed out and what have you? First and foremost, I am not stressing about putting money in a retailer's pocket when I'm doing for my family all year round. Why am I so stressed that i got to go up and max out my credit card and do all of this because, quote, unquote, some man, you know, that's putting money in his pocket said, I'm supposed to go do this. Because think about it, Christmas is not a biblical holiday. Christ was not even born on December 25th. So you know what I'm saying? This is something that we gravitated to, but this is not something that God called us to. If we're not celebrating Christ every day of our lives, then we have truly missed the boat, seriously. So, you know, it's, we've got to shift our perspective. 
in, in what we allow the holidays to be about. I love the holidays because it's a time of family coming together and you can enjoy one another. And I understand that that same thing can cause a depressive spirit if your family is not around you. But again, no matter where you are, no matter who or what you may have lost this year, God is still there and he is within you. And when you think on the goodness of God and in his strength, you're going to get through it and you don't have to lose your joy. Dear? Well, amen and amen. And let the church say one more time, amen. Amen. Amen on that one. Mhm, mhm. You know, uh, I, I think back to uh, when I was uh, younger and married, and with three young kids, and I would actually stay away from uh, my family because it was such a depressing time for me because I was struggling. And so, you know, when I couldn't even, I didn't even have money to uh, do an, a gift exchange. And, you know, my mother uh, could never understand. You know, she was like, why are you keeping the kids away for Christmas? But it wasn't about keeping the kids away. It was a sense of embarrassment because everybody's down there giving gifts and you don't, you know, you don't have anything uh, uh, to to give. Uh, to make a long story short, my mom quickly realized that, well, not quickly, over the years, you know, as we gotten closer, you know, she asked me about it. And I told her, and she says, you know what, that's a shame because I had the wrong impression of you. She said, you know, getting to know you and as close as we are now, I simply realized that um, if you have it, uh, then you'll give it. The only reason you don't give is because you don't have it. But the misunderstanding that even a mother can have for their child uh, because of the embarrassment or uh, what we would call a depression during Christmas time. You know, and like you said, Elder Colette, it is about family. You know, it is about um, being around. But once again, it, it comes down to how does your family make you feel um, about mm-hmm. this particular holiday? Uh, for me, I felt like, you know, I give all year round. You know, why mm-hmm. such an on this this one day? You know, mm-hmm. um, that, you know, you have to end up going in debt and trying to figure out by January the 1st um, what you're going to do with your tax money because you're in debt and you're trying to okay. call out of a hole. And so I tell people it's a sad commentary because, you know, Christmas come around, we're getting all this debt. Um, then the first of the year come, we get our income tax uh, check, and then we're broke by February. Um, and so... It's just another setup, you know, and we have to be, you know, there is truly a reason for the season, which is crop. But the enemy has crept in in this season time uh, to, yeah, you feel good on that day, but for the rest of the year you're struggling just because of what you did for that day, you know, whether Mm -hmm. you're trying to impress. I said just love the hell out of people, you know what I'm saying? And so my thing is go and be around family. You ain't got no gift, you know what I'm saying? Go and enjoy it because somebody cooking. You know, and so, you know, <laughs> what are we going to do with you for real? I'm just saying, somebody cooking. <laughs> Go get you a plate. Enjoy. I mean, get you something to eat. Stop everybody gear. Why everybody, everybody smile, open up their present, live up your fork with your yeah. collard greens and your chicken. Be like, that is nice. That's, right. That's beautiful. Yeah. And keep it, yeah. And keep it moving. 
can you know stop losing uh, your salvation, your joy uh, uh, behind Christmas? You know, the bottom line is that yeah, Christ is in Christmas, but it ain't in there if you don't put it in there. It just might as well be exactly. Exactly. So exactly. So the, the the bottom line is that let's just make sure we loving on people, not so much with mm-hmm. with with a, a, a present. Let's let's love them. Uh, where we push them closer to God. That's what I got to say about Amen. that. That's it. Amen. Pam, I know your time is short, so anything else you want to share? You guys have basically said it all. It's just we need to stop getting wrapped up in tradition about how we think mm-hmm. the Christmas should be. Again, if you're holding yourself back, like Dee could tell you in his testimony from your family, because you don't have a gift to bring, you are the gift. And if you can bring a good attitude or something positive to the table, a laughter, a smile, or a kind word, then you're bringing something to the table. I'm I'm at yeah, work yeah. right now, and I'm seeing people spend a thousand, two and three thousand dollars on ungrateful kids that ain't gonna like you the day after Christmas anyway. Your okay. sister that well probably gonna take back the take back the sweater because she wanted a different color than the one you got her. You know what I'm saying? So what we need to do is we need to be mindful again. That today is our gift. Today, every day that yes. you wake up is a present from God. And when you realize mm-hmm. that, you'll come break the tradition. Elder gave me a tape long time ago. Remember, says breaking the tradition. And that was the best thing that I could have done. Because if Thanksgiving wasn't the way I wanted to, I'd slip out. If Christmas wasn't what I, I would slip out. I remember my daughter saying to me one time after opening up 13 gifts. When she got done, she looked at me and said, is that it? Is that all Santa Claus? I thought to myself, that'll be it for this year and for the rest of the year, okay? Amen. I just want to tell everybody that I love you. I know that I have to go, but I just want everybody to be mindful and be blessed. I know it's very difficult if you lost a loved one or just not where you want to be, but your joy is from the inside out, not from the outside in. And when you realize Mm -hmm. that, your life will change before you because better be rest assured, just like what Dee said, if you're living the day after Christmas, the bills are going to be due. Georgia Power, uh, Las Vegas, mm-hmm. Nevada Power don't care that you went and got mm-hmm. two and three thousand dollars worth of gifts. All they care about is their bills being paid. And God there told us go. to be a good steward over what He has blessed us with. So if you're going out there mm-hmm. spending three, four, five thousand dollars on Christmas, then you're not being a good steward because you can't, like my mm-hmm. elder said, and just like what Dale said, you can't take that with you. And in the back of a hearse, uh-huh. Grandmama said, you ain't never seen no U-Haul behind the back of a hearse. I love everybody, you. and you guys be blessed. We love you, too. You All too. right. Have a you blessed could... day at work. Oh, she's gone. She's gone. <laughs> like, you setting up your Christmas plates now, huh? You, you getting them yes, yeah, who's cooking? Man, I ain't got time for all these crazy gifts and being depressed and stuff. Who's cooking? That's my question. Somebody's cooking well, for Christmas. I'm, I'm, I'm a living witness. If if our sister is cooking, it's gonna be good because the girl can straight throw down for real. Yes, sir. Believe me, I know. I done been there. That's why I was trying to ask the folks okay. she got off. I catch it though. She be getting it in. You know, yeah, if, if if I I can think back um, in in relationship to what you were sharing, and I remember. When my children were growing up, various different stages of life that we walked through together. And there were some Christmases where they would hit that living room and the whole floor was filled, toys and gifts 
and what have you. And then there were Christmases where it was like, you know what, I can't give you nothing but my love, and I can do that every single day. I love you, you know. Um, but at the same time, we never, at least as a unit, we whatever we were walking through, we walked through it together. And one of the things that came up out of that was the importance of the family unit. It wasn't about the toys. It wasn't about, you know, like you say, overspending and whatever. It's about the family unit. And if, if, if there are people listening that heard your testimony, I'm praying that it blessed them to understand that, like Tam said, you are the gift. Your presence should be the gift. It shouldn't be about I'm going to feel bad because I don't have anything to bring. And if you're going around people that are going to look at you crazy because you don't have anything to bring, then you're in the wrong surroundings. Family is not always just identified by blood. Family is identified, well, let me take that back. It is identified by blood, but not necessarily the blood of DNA, but the blood of Jesus. Sometimes we need to incorporate people into our family, quote, unquote, unit that will walk through situations with us, and the most important thing is your presence, not your present. You know what I'm saying? But the fact that your presence is there, you know, um, it's, it's just important. It's just, it, it hurts my heart. It really, really does um, to see such sadness. I, I have a dear, dear friend, and, and please, I'm not making light of, of you walking through situations. Please hear me. You know, hear my heart. I have a sister in Christ that is very, very dear to my heart, very close to me, and her father just passed away night before last. So I can only imagine, and this is a huge family, so I can only imagine what these holidays will always bring to mind for them, you know, um, the thought of losing daddy around this time. But if I may be so bold as to say incorporate in this time special mementos, memories, you know, where you can sit around and laugh about, you know, do you remember the time daddy did such and such? Do you remember the time? So, you know what I'm saying? The time so-and-so did whatever. And so you, you replace that, that morning, you know, that they're not there with joy, with the thought of the things you got to enjoy. She is 61 years old. You were blessed with your father for 61 years. You know, he was 84. That's a blessing. He lived a long life. You see what I'm saying? So rather than look at the sadness of he's not here, look at the joy of the do you remember dot, 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 and the goodness and the happiness. And a lot of times if we would just change our reflection, we would change our atmosphere. All right. Now. I thought you were going to say something. Go ahead. Oh, no. <laughs> I was just, that was my amen corner. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Amen. But do you understand what I'm saying? It's, I have learned in my 60 years on this planet that perception is key. How we perceive things. Hold up. Hold, 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 hold. Go back. You 60 what? years old, Colette? I am 60 years old, DL. I turned 60 on October 12th. Lord have mercy. You is pretty. Let me just go ahead and say that for people. <laughs> that does not look like well, sick right there in that package. Let me go ahead and tell you. Father, we just thank you even right now. 
for the package that you have presented. Give us all hope. In Jesus' name My we God. pray. Okay, carry on. <laughs> You're so silly. <laughs> You're so silly. But I thank and praise God because I'm a living witness and testimony that his word is true. He said he will restore unto us our youth, the days of our youth. So, you know, I, I have friends, very close friends, that I've known the majority mm-hmm. of my life, and they don't look like I look at 60. So, you know what I'm that's, saying? That's what They're I'm talking like, about. So God didn't ask for some prayers. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. We can ask to restore our youth, but somebody up. got restored in Jesus' name. Let <laughs> <laughs> me just go ahead yeah, and say. Okay, good Christmas present. Good Christmas present, right? Yes. But yes I know it's so. Pray to God restore you know, your youth. And but I don't I don't mind telling people that because I've walked with the Lord since I was thirty three. So, you know, those first thirty three years where I destroyed and tore down my temple, these last twenty eight years I've worked on building it up. You know? And and so there's a difference. There's there's a very, very big difference. Um and how I've carried myself, how I've taken care of myself. Now, I ain't going to tell you I'm perfect and all of that mess. And I'm not even working on that healthy thing like you are. But God is yet right. and good. Okay. I do, I do try and take care of my body. I really, really do um, a lot more than I did at one point in time. And the reason for that is my love for Christ. It really is because I feel that I have yet a serious work to do, and I can't do it all messed up. You know, if right. I'm not properly taking care of my temple, just as you're striving to do it. We were talking about it um, last week with, with Pam Perry that, you know, you are striving to be the very best DL you can be. You know, right. that's important. That's a good goal. You know, but you that's know what? a good goal. And, and, and that has a lot to do uh, with your joy. It has a lot. Mm-hmm. People don't understand. It has a lot to do. See, here, here's the thing. When you go, see, I don't know. I can only speak for myself. But I think when you're going to look at the mirror and you see yourself, you like, you you excited, you happy about that, you joyful about that because you don't look 60. Mm-hmm. When your husband mm-hmm. go and look at you, he's excited and joyful about that because you don't look 60. You see what I'm saying? People don't understand yeah. that, you know, a direct a direct reflection of who you are has a lot to do with your happiness as well as your joy. So understand true. so understand you can uh when you're working on yourself, sometimes it's not even about um others. It's about really how how you feel about yourself. Because a lot of times yeah. we're not pleased and that's what that's what even happens with us during Christmas time. You know, we're not pleased with ourselves because uh-huh, of the simple fact uh-huh. is that we're not happy with how we look or what's going on in our life, and we allow uh-huh. that emotion to control every other emotion. The biggest thing, man, if we can get uh, something over this mindset, I try, I try to tell you, mindset is everything. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, yeah. It when is. it, when it, I mean, when it really, really comes down to it, mindset is just, it's just every. I mean, it's just everything. And so, you know, mm-hmm. you have to get to that place where, you know, you say, you know what, regardless of what goes on, 
regardless of what happens, I can't change it. Right. Only God, only God can change it. Mm. So I'm just like, stop tripping about it all because only God can change it. Fear and worry is only interest paid in advance on something you may never own. So therefore, mm. we take and put all this energy in stuff that we really have no control over. Here's oh, the deal. If you true. can't buy, if you can't buy a Christmas present, you really don't have control over that. What you gonna do? Go rob somebody? Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, really. I mean, mm. really. Why put that much pressure on yourself instead of saying that you know what? Hey, y'all know my heart. If y'all ain't got nothing, guess what? I shouldn't even have to say anything. Because hmm. you know if I had it, you would have it. There you go. See, and that's just go. about establishing who you are. So if I don't give you nothing, then you ain't got to look at me cross-eyed because you already know. It ain't because he don't like me. It ain't because he don't love me. It's because he don't have it. Or she doesn't have there it. There you go. See, now, there's a difference. Absolutely. If you're a nasty person, then they don't know. Which way you coming from But when you have shown the love of God Your entire life Okay And show the people who you are Then they should know mm. They should know Like right now If I don't get my mother anything for Christmas My mama already know My baby didn't get me nothing Because mm-hmm. of the fact is that he don't have it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. he ain't And she don't hold it to not, your charge She's not going to hold right. it to your charge That cause you didn't right. get her nothing Right Because it's been too many times Where it wasn't nothing going on And I just gave us up There you go I think so, to me gifts mean even more When they're out of the blue Just because You know what I'm saying yes. Not because it's Christmas yes. Not because it's your birthday Not because it's Valentine's Day Or what have you But just out of the blue, just because I want to say I love you, you know, and right. that can be to a friend, to a spouse, to a child, to a parent, whatever. I just want you to know that you were on my heart today. I saw this, and I wanted to do this for you. To me, that now, is far I'm, more than society now, telling me I got to do this on this day. And and let me let me tell the listeners something else. If it ain't in your heart to do, don't do it. Huh. Amen. If it ain't in your spirit to do, just don't do it. Because you know, yeah. I had someone say something to me uh, yesterday. A friend of mine said to me, "Well, you know, uh, if 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 what she said to me, just be, if we're dating, and my thing is you give me stuff and it don't work out, I don't want nobody throwing anything in my face." I said, first of all. I started clapping my hands and snapping my face. I don't know if y'all can hear that, but I, I said, hold up. Let, let me hold up. Now, let me, come on, let me tell you something. I said, I don't know who you've been dealing with mm. or what's been going on, but let me explain something to you about me. I don't do anything that I don't want to do. If I'm doing mm. something, it's just from a good place. It's from a positive mm-hmm. place. So regardless mm-hmm. of how things work out, what you do, you walk away, whatever the case may be, I'm good 
because I've done mm-hmm. what I've done from a good place. Mm-hmm. It is not mm-hmm. predicated on anything that you do for me or not do for me. Mm. When you start doing things because it's the God thing to do, it doesn't matter what other people do for you. Stop doing this tick for tack. Well, you know what? I went and got this Christmas present and it cost me $100 and they gave me this $5 Christmas present. Well, hell, mm. did nobody tell you mm. to go out and get a $100 Christmas present. If that mm. was on your heart, $5 was what was on their heart. It might not have been on their mm. heart. might have been what was on their budget. Exactly. So exactly. you have to stop holding people accountable to your standards. People do what they do at the place where they're at. You know, that's even God what, says He loves a cheerful giver. You know, a cheerful <laughs> giver, not 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 somebody that's a sourpuss giver and you know and giving tit for tat as you just said. But He said He loves a cheerful giver, somebody that's giving it out of their heart because it's their desire to do so. Right. So. So the, the bottom line is that, you know, I, my mom said, hey, you going to draw names? Yeah, give me a name. And so I got, I got my cousin's name, and I didn't know. You know, me, I'm trying to do better because it's like a $20 gift. My thing is normally I just give them a gift card. Like, I don't know what people want. <laughs> so <laughs> be safe to be lazy. Either way, which way it goes, be safe, lazy, same thing to me. You, uh, so I said this year I'm going to do something different. Now, I, you know, people are going to be mad because it, it's different, and I hope she ain't listening to the show. But what I did, she's a Carolina Panther fan. And so basically what I've done, you know what, I went and bought a two-pillow. But, see, I took pictures mm-hmm. of the pillows and had somebody to design the pillows with Panthers in it and a picture with a Panther jersey up there. Now, did it cost me more than $20? Oh, wow. Yeah, but that's what she's going to love. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. see, you see what I'm saying. So the bottom line is that yeah. yeah, and my thing is, I might get a gift. It might not be worth twenty dollars, but I ain't worried about that. Mm-hmm. I want to get something that mm-hmm. you know was from my heart that she would like, that she would yeah. appreciate. Yeah. So when yeah. she see it, everybody's gonna be like, "Hold up, now I know that costs more than twenty dollars." Well, don't you worry about what my cost. I'm giving this because this is what I felt in my spirit to do. Mhm. Mhm. So Amen. you gave me a limit. But you didn't say that that had to be my limit. That's mm-hmm. what the gift supposedly supposed to equate to. Well, right. mine just happened to equate over that. But I ain't asking nobody else to do. It was what you felt in your heart to do. It was what you yeah. felt in your heart to give. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I'm saying all that to say this, is that, you know, stop holding people accountable, you know, uh, for, how can I say, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Colette? Stop holding people accountable for your convictions or, you know, mm-hmm. uh, what you good. do. That's good. You yeah, know, because if we, we, get, we get in so much trouble doing that, even uh-huh. as pastors and preachers and ministers. You know, mm-hmm. God take us out of mm-hmm. pants. And so that doesn't mean God was taking every woman out of pants. That's just you. That's who we're talking to. You, not nobody. Know, you, that's, that's right. who we're talking to. You and know, you had a reason for about telling it. you that because you're running around with right. your skinny jeans and they can actually take the, the, the Right. And you know you got couch. too much booty to you put know. in them jeans. You, just, Man, you know what I'm please. saying? You, 
<laughs> yeah, you got too much booty for no true. jeans, and then you look at the back of them look like a bag of quarters, and you get mad because I asked for 50 cents. I say, I see all that change in your back pocket. <laughs> Don't get mad at me. That's why God took out the jeans. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. So, so you know, well. it's just, it, just it, it bothers me so much because people put so much pressure, you know, on themselves, you know, that I got to do this, mm. I got to, you know, I got to do that. And I, I realized that, you know, my family is huge. And so, you know, all the little cousins and stuff, they be giving out these $5 gift cards, but by the time you give out all them gift cards, it's about 150 I ain't going to do all that. Okay. Merry Christmas. I can do 150 Merry Christmases. You know, That's why I'm working out, really so I have enough happens. breath to, huh? <laughs> To be able to that, keep saying Merry Christmas, huh? <laughs> yes, that's why I'm working out as hard as I am. Y'all don't realize how much I'm putting into this, so I can say Merry mm. Christmas, powerful to everybody, because that takes energy. Mm-hmm. I got 150 Merry Christmases I got stored up right now because of Operation Spandex. Merry Christmas, Colette. <laughs> that's my first one. <laughs> Merry Christmas, DL. <laughs> exactly. You know. You said something so powerful that we judge people through our convictions. You know, most people do that. They see others through their own, the sphere of their own eye. So, you know, if you feel a certain way about something, you automatically feel that that other person feels that same way. And that can be good or bad. If you are a player and, you know, you are not to be trusted, you will never trust anybody because you see them through your eyes. So you always right. think that they're trying to get over on you because that's what you're doing. <laughs> right. Likewise, right. And then, if you're very trusting. No, go ahead, Colette. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I said, and I was going to say, and then likewise, if you're very trusting, then you will tend to look at people and sometimes think that you can trust everybody when you really can't. It's very, very dangerous to perceive everybody through your the lens of your eye. We've got to get into a place where we get to know a person for who that person is and not try to project who we are on that person because we're all uniquely made. We are all uh, have our own little idiosyncrasies, our, our own little um quirks about ourselves that other people do not have because God uniquely made us to be who we are. So it's very important not to do that. I know um, when I was working for Silas Foundation and we would do the Christmas giveaway, my thing was I put a limit of $5. I said do a $5 gag gift. That was kind of how I looked at it. And the reason I did that is because I was like, I don't know where everybody is financially. Just because you have a job right. don't mean you got a lot of money, especially in this day and time. Every dime you right. get normally is accounted for. So if I say $5 and, and you want to go over that, that's your business, but that I thought would give it a playing field, a level playing field where, you know, you could go to Walmart and get one of them little four ninety five bottles of cologne for somebody, you know what I'm saying, right. or whatever, right. you know, to, to make it fun. And I remember the following year there were complaints made to Dana because they wanted to do more than $5. I said, see, you missed, the, you, you missed it. And the reason they wanted to do more than $5 is because they wanted to receive more than a $5 gift. You've missed the point. The point right. is 
was to bring some camaraderie within the office where, again, you're picking names and whatever, and make it fun, not make it something that's going to be a pressure on someone. You you know what I'm saying? Where I have a problem going out, and I could have afforded a $40 gift, that loader who's only making $10 an hour may not be able to afford that because they got a family to take care of. You know, right. so we have to learn to, to, you know, keep things in perspective. Keep things in perspective and don't think just because you can do, and like you just said, you know, like, okay, because I spent $100 on the gift and you spent 10 and I'm looking at you crazy because you didn't do what I did. Well, I may not be in a position to do what you did. Right. Right. That's why you, that's why you do things, you do things from your spirit, you know. Mm-hmm. Of, of you know mm-hmm. you allow and and people say you're getting deep with this but really you you really need to do that you really you know when you're dealing with gifts and things of that nature you really need to people don't think about that they just go out and buy gifts why don't you pray and ask God what will be a gift that is needed for this person that's the blessing mm-hmm. behind it. we just go out and get some help think about that I don't think people think about let me pray about the gift that I need to give this person if I'm going to give a person a mm-hmm. gift. Let me just not get a gift. Let me be led in the gift that I get. Because the simple fact mm-hmm. is that I want to put Christ back into the season. So why do yeah. we eliminate him yeah. when we're purchasing the stuff that we're purchasing? But you know we're just going out and getting... this, is, this is truth. This is mm-hmm. truth. I was a grown woman before I found out that everybody that celebrates Christmas does not celebrate Christ. I was a grown woman. I just, as a child growing up, you know, I learned there was no Santa Claus by six. But the fact that everybody did not embrace Christ in Christmas, I didn't learn that until I was a grown woman. Because I just assumed in my mind that if you're celebrating Christmas, you know, you're celebrating Christ. And and the, the Jewish people, they celebrate Hanukkah because they're not celebrating Christ. You know what I'm saying? It was like, right. it, and it floored me when I found out that, you know, people that atheists will celebrate Christmas, okay, but they don't celebrate Christ. So, they need to find another know, holiday. You know, you know, know, um, I have Christians who have come at me about me celebrating Christmas, okay, seriously. I I never forget, this was a few years ago, and I think I was new on Facebook. It was either Facebook or MySpace. I might have still been on MySpace. It might have been before Facebook. But I remember a minister that came at me because I had did this, you know, Merry Christmas post and what have you and celebrating, you know, the season. And he came at me that, you know, um, I was a heralic and, and I was this, that, and the other because we shouldn't be celebrating this pagan birth, this pagan holiday and all of these things. And here was my response. I said, excuse me. Because I, I, I am speaking in, you know, where the tradition came from. I, I'm educated in the fact that Christ was not born on December 25th. I know all of these things. I said, but here's the thing that I need to explain to you. I celebrate the birth of Christ every morning that I open my eyes and take a breath and know my sins have been forgiven. Why would I not celebrate the birth of Christ on December 25th? I celebrated every day of the year, okay, because had he not been born, I would not be born again. So why would I not celebrate it on December 25th? 
explain that. He could not. He could not. He he left me alone. I'm, but I mean, seriously, right. <laughs> you know, really? Oh, right. my God. But I have to read this to you, D.L. I have to read this to you because this is so powerful mm-hmm. based on what you have been sharing, okay? Nehemiah, mm-hmm. um, the eighth chapter and the tenth verse, and this is the New International Version of it, and it's just so perfect about what you're saying, who's cooking, I'm going to go eat. It says, Nehemiah mm-hmm. said, go and enjoy choice food and sweet drinks and send some mm-hmm. to those who have nothing prepared. This day is holy to our Lord. Do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. I'm like, oh, that is just so perfectly in line with what you said. Go find somebody that's cooking. Go eat. If you can't give nothing, right. don't be grieving. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Go eat. Go enjoy the day. Yeah. Right. Go enjoy the day. That's it. Stop, you know, stop tripping. That's what I'm saying. Somebody cooking. Somebody. Now, <laughs> now whether is is you know, if your family go trip, find somebody cooking. Because somebody, there you go. let me tell you something, somebody in the right spirit that just wants Amen. people to come and just have a good time and enjoy themselves. Yes. Yeah. There's a grandmother there talking yeah. about, come on and eat, baby. Don't even know who you is. Oh, just call right. me grandma. Don't even know their name. Hello? Hello? My grandmother Absolutely. my grandmother is that way. The the thing about it is, you know what, Colette, if I was to take you uh, to my grandma's house right now, come on in, baby. I Call me grandmama. You the part of the family. Go ahead and get you something in. <laughs> That's exactly. I can tell you exactly yep. what she's going to do. Hey, baby, her grandmama. Yep. Go ahead and get you something to eat. Mm-hmm. You part of the family now. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm talking about no matter what, everybody comes to my grandmother's house. And I'm sitting up here, and I'm thinking to myself, when I like when I go home for Thanksgiving or Christmas and I go to my grandmother's house, I'm thinking to myself, is this like a food shelter? Because it's people <laughs> I have no idea <laughs> who these people who are. They are. I have Colette, what I'm telling you, I and I see somebody different every year. I'm wow. just like, you know wow. what? Who are they? Who are? And they come on in. Hey, and they smiling. They just as happy. Go on out there. Hmm. Get yourself and just cook. Hmm. Be so much food. That's what my house is on my holidays. You just, you get it, you cook. My mother, my mother used to cook all night, the, the night before the holidays, Christmas and Thanksgiving. I always remember my mama being in the kitchen all night, but she cooking so that she didn't have to do nothing on that day. Okay. And it was always plenty of food. And, and it's, that's how it is at my house. You may not, you may not even see a tree. Okay. If times is really tough. Okay. But right. you may not see, you may see a tree and no presents under the tree. But you're going to be able to come home and eat. You, you're going to be able to oh. do that. Because God has that, never allowed us to be hungry for the holidays, okay? He's never allowed us come to be hungry now. for any day. Okay? But there's always going to be food. There's always going to be food. Something else you said um, earlier, and I, I wanted to, to touch on, is your perception of what you see when you look in the mirror. One of the best things you can do for yourself if you're going through a depressed time, and especially you ladies, you can speak to the men because you know what you guys do to make yourself feel better. But for the ladies, get up, wash your face, put some makeup on, put some clothes on, and you're going to feel better. 
I'm serious. It's like when you're depressed as a woman, you're, you're walking around in your robe or your gown or pull up pajamas or whatever because you just don't care. You don't want to comb your hair. You know, you don't want to do anything when you're walking in that state. But when you can go, and sometimes you have to force yourself to just, okay, i got to get out of this super. i got to get out of this slump. Go and take your shower. You know, fix yourself up. And there's something about looking in the mirror and seeing something pleasant look back at you, you know, that changes your perspective. It changes the atmosphere. Even if you don't do nothing but get in your car and go to the store and come back, somebody at the store is going to say, oh, you look nice today, or they're going to give you a compliment about something or whatever, even if you just look in the mirror and give yourself a compliment. You know, sometimes it's not always about somebody else lifting you up. You got, as David said, you got to encourage yourself. Right, so you and look stop the settling. And say, you know what? This looks good, huh? Right, but and and I tell people stop settling because stop trying to fool yourself and and and, and trick yourself. Because I hear people say that all they do it all the time. You know, women just like you know what? Well, it, it's just meant for me to be big. No, it's not meant for you to be big if you don't supposed mm-hmm. to be big. I mean, what it meant mm-hmm. for you to do is to eat right, you know. Okay. And, and I tell people, you don't have to. Right. I tell people, I exercise. Really, I, ex- I hate cardio. I hate it. That's one thing I can say. I do not like it. But I do that for to be healthy. But my mm-hmm. weight loss is not predicated on my exercise. My weight loss and the way I look is what I put in my body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So people miss that. Exercise is only 20% of your weight loss. It's mm-hmm. what you put inside you mm-hmm. that dictates mm-hmm. how your body is going to look. Stop telling and say, well, this is just the way I'm going to be. No, you don't have to be that way. I'm going to tell you something. I'm being very transparent. My thing is I'm in the entertainment business, but I hate taking pictures. I take pictures everywhere because I, I don't like to take pictures. Like, well, I don't like to take pictures because every time I look at myself, it looks like somebody poured biscuits better down my throat and it settled <laughs> in my stomach. And I didn't like the way that portrayed on on the photo. So, you know what? What you going to do? Stop taking pictures? You got fans that really want to take pictures with you. No, I'm not right. going to take pictures. Make you look like a butthole then. But they don't realize you just mm-hmm. you self conscious about yourself. So the thing mm-hmm. about it is, don't don't hurt the fans because of the simple fact that a certain way you feel about yourself. What I'm saying is that don't hurt people around you because of the way you feel about yourself. Do something about yourself right. so you can be mm-hmm. effective around people. So the bottom yeah. line is that you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna put on spandex. Yes, I am, and I'm not gonna look like the Michelin Man. I refuse. Okay. So so what is it that I'm going to do. I'm going to eat right. You know what? My thing is, I'm, I'm going to tell you, sweets is my problem. Women never been my problem, Colette. You heard this before. Women never been my problem. It's honey buns. Honey buns been my problem. <laughs> I go in the store. They be like, hey, dear. I be like, hey. They be like, you know, I, you want me. I be like, sure do. But I don't want them no more because I okay. work too hard now. Yeah. Honey buns can call me all she want to. I ain't going. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because the simple fact is that I'm tired of how you made me look bad. It's some relationships uh-huh. you can have in your life that make you look bad on the outside. 
Mm-hmm. And my thing is, I know I'm talking about honey buns, but I want you to understand, too, it's some things, some relationships and ties that you have in your life that take away your joy. It may give you instant gratification, but in the long haul, it makes you depressed. See, honey buns yes. gave me an instant gratification because of the simple fact it was delicious. But over time, mm. it destroyed this thing that I was trying to have the whole time. See, when I ate a honey bun, I was happy. Mm. I was joyful. Okay. But then when I, but then you know that's what I'm saying. So stop having people around you that give you instant gratification. We have people around you. That's going to help you sustain your joy throughout your lifetime. You know what I so, I, I just heard in the spirit, DL, is you have found a different way to release the endorphins within you. Those honey buns were releasing endorphins within you, so it made you happy. Now, when you're exercising, you're releasing endorphins within you, and you still have that gratification of being happy, but in a healthy, productive way, way. rather than in a non-productive way. And and and, and I want to say this. Here's the thing. There are days now where I wake up. Now, I said earlier that I hated cardio. I said that for a reason. Now it's days that I want to do cardio, Mm. where I just wake up, and I'm like, I need to go to the gym and do some cardio. (laughs) Is it going to feel good? Mm. Probably not, but I know I'm going to feel good afterwards. See, Mm -hmm. sometimes you Mm -hmm. have to get through the initial pain of stuff. Yeah. To get the joy of it. Mm-hmm. That's how our life is. We have to go through the pain that's of our so life in order to experience the joy of it. So that's yeah. the way I look at cardio now. It was a it was a hate love relationship. I hated it, but now I love it. Mm. Because no. the simple fact is that you know what? I didn't have to like it, or I didn't have to care for it. But what was it going to do for me? The problem mm-hmm. with us is that we always think we have to like something in order for it to benefit us. Hmm. Okay. It's, it's a lot now of things serious. that, right, we, we collect the things that we don't like. Truth of the matter is what molds us and makes us who we are. We don't like trials hmm. and tribulations. Nope. We've learned to embrace nope. them. We have learned to embrace them and realize that Mm -hmm. ultimately these trials and tribulations, if I get through it the right way, is going to take me to the place where God will have me to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So They they are the things in life that propel you forward. Right. So if I can get through, here's here's my thing, what I go in. If I can get through that first 20 minutes of cardio, then the other 40 is not a problem. The first 20 Mm. minutes is the toughest. Whether I'm working out 45 minutes or 60 minutes, just depends on the crease. I, I, do, I do anywhere from 45 minutes of cardio to 60 minutes of cardio straight. I don't mm-hmm. do no less. But if I can get through the first 20 minutes, it's amazing how my mind shifts. Hmm. The first 20 minutes, your mind wow. tells you, your body's saying, quit. You can't. Don't you feel that pain? You're hurting? But after 20, I, 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 I promise you, try it. Get through the first 20 minutes. Your mind will go into a shift. It will go into a whole nother arena. 
So I'm learning through exercise that if I just endure for a little while longer, there's coming a shift. Mm-hmm. That's why the other day I put in my thing, I feel a shift in the atmosphere. <laughs> because mm-hmm. if I get through this, there's a shifting that's about to happen. And you don't even know where it happens at. It just happens. Because after 20 minutes, you don't forget. You, it, just, it just it becomes routine then. Now it just mm-hmm. becomes repetition. So all these steps that I'm taking for 20 minutes, I'm thinking about it. But after the 20 minutes, your body's saying, he ain't finna stop. I don't care what you tell him. So you might as well get with the program. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yes. Yes. So I'm, I'm, say, I'm saying to people, trials and tribulations ain't going to stop, so you might as well get with the program. Just keep going through it. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, it's not going to even affect you. It ain't like it won't wow. be going on. It just won't have the same effect. Amen. 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 That's awesome. That's awesome. That is awesome. You're you're so right, and we it's pressing past the pain. That's exactly what it is. It is pressing past the pain, and and that unfortunately is part of living life. You have to press past the pain. So you may be in a place right now in your life that's painful, and because of that, you're you're in a, a depressed state of mind. You're feeling like you know you can't get through the holidays because this person is not with you, or or you've lost so much, or whatever you're feeling right now. But you've got to press past the pain. I, I was um, sharing with somebody this morning online, and I was saying that you know. All the situations and the circumstances that we walk through um, just propel us. They're life situations, and they propel us into our destiny. They propel us into our purpose. They are what makes us who we are, good or bad. We can allow those things to cause us to be bound up and placed in a box and not excel in the things that God created us to do, or we can allow those things to strengthen us, build us up, cause us to to get to know our Father God even the more as we allow him to walk us through these situations so that we can get to the place of destiny, so that we can get to the purpose of our creation. Remember, as I said in the beginning of the show, all these things that we deal with, some are, are inconvenient to us, some actually hurt us, all these different things we leave behind. We don't take with us, but we were created for a distinct purpose. God had a need. We are the answer to God's prayer. He had a need, and so he created you to to meet that need. And if you get so caught up in the cares of this world, that's why Timothy said what he did. A good soldier will not entangle himself in the cares of this world. In the cares of this life, yes, you do care about people. Yes, you care about situations and circumstances. But remember, you have a purpose and a destiny that you're still trying to get to, to fulfill. Because when that is over, then you're no longer here. Right. And you want to be what God said about David. You want to serve your generations well. You want to be exactly. like Paul, that you have fought the good fight and you Finish the course. You finished it. 
You endure it to the end. You get everything that God created you to do. Mm. And you don't want to leave anything undone. So we're out of time. We just hope and pray that what we share this morning encourages you to find the joy within, for it's the joy of the Lord that is your strength, and no one can take that joy away from you. That is within you. You don't have to search it out. You don't have to go looking for it. It is not like happiness that it means it's predicated on something that happens. It is always there with you. All you have to do is look within. And when you begin to praise and worship God, not just for what he's done, but for who he is and the fact that he has never left you, he has never forsaken you, and no matter how hard and how tough it is right this minute, he's going to see you through. You will be overwhelmed with joy. You will. It is a promise in his word. You will. So to God be the glory. Thank you, D.L., for hanging out with me this morning. This has been great. Not a problem. I enjoyed myself. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. All righty. Well, we only have a couple more shows this year to do, and wow, we'll be celebrating the holidays, celebrating the holidays. So you know what? I think what we would like to do next week is share everybody's favorite Christmas jingle. You know, we're, we're going to send out um, the word and have people, you know, respond. What is your favorite Christmas jingle? What is your favorite Christmas carol? What is your favorite Christmas memory? You know, let's set it up for Christmas. Amen. I think that'll be fun. That'll be fun. All right, sir. I love you much. You have an incredible week in the Lord. And keep Operation Spandex going. Got to love you back. Amen. Amen. Have a blessed week, people. We love you. Love you. Bye. Let's keep it real. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.